When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, new customers only, and guess what? You get $100 in free plays if either team scores. Here's a hint. Some team's going to score. All right. Now, it's not often that we get the man of the hour, a very special guest, Mr. Dave Hickey, to join us. Dave, how you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing great, Mike. It's good to be with you. Uh, enjoy it. Always good. All right, Dave, I want to, you're a, one of the things that I've always liked about you is you're a modest guy. You're behind the scenes. You know, you take the blame when things does, doesn't work. You generally, when things do, you give it to somebody else. Dave, I'm going to ask you right now with Tommy Lloyd to take a little bit of credit here because honestly, Tommy Lloyd has taken this city by storm. And when he was first announced, a lot of people didn't even know who he was. What did Dave Hickey see in Tommy Lloyd that said, you know what, that's the guy to get us to the next level right there? Well, hey, uh, Tommy's done a terrific job. I mean, he's an outstanding basketball coach. He's a, a really good person. Um, I think when we when we looked at where our program was, how do we want to move forward? What's the right fit for for Arizona basketball, for Tucson, um, for the vibe we want to create here? Uh, the style of play, you know, you kind of have to pull all of those things together. No question. You know, this is a rock star, gold star, blue blood program, big time basketball program. And um, and we wanted to get the right person. Uh, and lots of people have interest in the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly a lot of people would walk here to take this job. Right. But finding, you know, looking at the programs that were having success, why were they having success? You know, is it, do we want, are we looking at a head coach there or what kind of an assistant could step in? And now that's a big step too, Mike, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, we certainly considered that, Hey, our assistants ready that have never sat in the chair to come and step into it. Um, and, and, you know, Tommy's experience when you started again, dissecting it, looking around the country, identifying people, uh, understanding who might be interested you know, Tommy really became attractive to me 20, over 20 years. I know Mark Few. I've watched that program. My time at Oregon, lots of connections with people to to uh, to Gonzaga and to the you know Northwest basketball. Um, so lots of people that I could talk about, talk to and and get get feedback on. But really trying to dial in on, on Tommy was was you know, again, a guy who had been right there, watched that program grow to become a national level program. 
in a way, kind of jump up on the mantle where Arizona basketball is and wants to be and should be. So that, I, I'm kind of going down the road a little bit there, but that that's the maybe a little bit of process and a little bit of who he is, and then saying, yeah, he's the right guy. I mean, look at what he can put together. Look at and it's a great style of play too. You know, we, yeah, I love that. We wanted to um, get out, get up and down the court. Uh, to a degree, let guys play with him. There is a system to that. And I know sometimes, you know, people go, hey, they just run. No, there is a system to this and it works pretty well. So what's unique about this hire and I think some of the intuition that you uh, you had here was that generally when you have a top 10, top 15 program, people are always saying, all right, well, you need to get an established coach. You need to get somebody from a mid-major or you need to get somebody from another, you know, power five program. But you guys went a different route right there, getting the uh, getting the assistant that wasn't on a lot of people's hot boards. Was there was this a guy that you had targeted from the beginning or was this when you started doing a little bit of more research? You're like, whoa, this is a guy that could really fit here. Well, I think it, it really was when you start doing a little more research. Uh, you know, yeah, there are target. There's people, uh, you know, again, we had to wade through a difficult decision to, to make a change. And that's hard to do. And you've got to get through that before you start moving forward to, to talking to or identifying different candidates uh, or people you'd be interested in. So, I, again, uh, it, it, again, you, you evaluate all those things. And you're right. It's a little bit, you know, this is, a, again, a big time program. And, mm-hmm. and you've got to make sure you have the right person that might be an assistant versus, hey, we're going to get this head coach who has been at, you know, already been a head coach. Um, you know, and it was an interesting time. Uh, but again, it's, it, it get, when you sit down with Tommy and you start talking through right. it, and, and he's been very clear, he had no reason to leave. He had no reason to leave Gonzaga. He's got a great situation with his family, great situation with the program, uh, kind of the heir apparent if Mark were ever to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the chance to come to Arizona and build his own and build it, kind of walk, step aside and then build it with us um, is really important. And, and let's not forget, Tommy's a great recruiter. And yeah. I'm a believer the people you bring in need to be relentless, uh, tireless um, recruiters and have that that plan and that energy. And, hey, it is about bringing in high caliber players and student athletes that can help us be successful. And Tom has connected. Has the transition been even a little smoother than maybe even Dave Hickey thought? Or, you know, did you see did you see Arizona basketball being back in national prominence this quickly? Well, hey, we, I'm, I'm proud of what our coaches have done and, and the players to get to this point, to be, again, uh, ranked, uh, being on a national landscape. That's important. What I love about Tommy is uh, you got you to earn that every night, okay? To be a good basketball program, to be a good program, and we can talk across the sports spectrum, you got to be focused on being good every night, winning, you know, just continuing to build and get better. And so um, I, I don't know if I, I – we have no, there wasn't a timeline. I knew we had really good players, knew we had the, the system would work. I felt, mm-hmm. and um, I'm impressed with how quickly um, our players have adapted and really embraced the system. Uh, the way we share the basketball, the way we move around, the guys really realized, you know, in this day and age, everybody wants their shots, everybody wants to score, everybody, you know, go to the score. I think they've realized, hey, we can move the ball around, we get a lot more possessions and a lot more attempts. A lot of guys can still score. Even if you give up the ball, you're going to get it back. There's just a lot of pieces to it that work well, I think, for guys. And they've embraced it. So I, I think from that aspect, I'm very impressed with that. And, again, credit to our coaches and, and the kids for saying, let's make this thing work. So that that's probably um, 
the thing I've noticed the most is that from the transition, I knew we were going to be very competitive. I was confident we had good players. Um, you know, some of the additions that Tommy made to have really been helpful. So, right. uh, well, you know, again, we'll, 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 hey, but you know what? We got a game on, on Sunday and we need to play well. Right. Now, switching over to the uh, the women's uh, side of the equation, you've essentially got two top 10 programs right now that are, uh, you know, that are under your uh, under the, obviously your guidance. Now, Adia Barnes, I think a lot of people, at least in the national perspective, and you look at the Pac-12 uh, preseason ratings and people are saying are wondering, is this was this a, an Aerie McDonald thing or is this a program? Well, Dave. There's no question that as great as Ari was, this is an absolute program slash machine that Adia Barnes has going right here. And this thing isn't stopping anytime soon. Well, it's not. And you look, I think, at many of our programs, you can see that as good as they are now, the future continues to be very promising. And Adia's mm-hmm. program is that. Um, look, and, and for that, you know, if you just kind of look at the, uh, the, the last year, um, but if you look for the year's, to the years prior to that, it continued to improve, build, you know, putting pieces together to make the program better. Uh, we've been very strategic we, in investing and doing the things that we think are important for that program to grow. We'll continue to do that too. Um, to put it in a, as I, you know, I, I, I use these phrases a little bit, but for basketball, for me on the women's side, we want to build this and continue. And Adia has this vision too to be a top ten program. Doesn't right. mean you're going to be in the top ten every year, but that's what we want to be built to do that. Got to play well, no injuries, you know, crazy things happen, but that's what we want to be as a top 10 program in women's basketball. And that can happen. And like you said, last year was different. We had one real marquee player that we built the thing around lots of other good players. Now, you know, we, we have a different, different style, different approach, lots of people that can score the ball, really good bigs that are, that have improved tremendously. Um, and again, a, a really neat style to play. And idea has built that, um, it is a it is built well um, and from recruiting from uh, and, and we could talk about recruiting. You know, that's different when you talk about bringing in high school players, but bringing mm-hmm. in the, with the transfer portal. It, it is really a roster management system right. now. How you have to approach your the way you you, you manage your your team. Uh, but bringing in transfers that want to come in that, you know, identify with the style of play and can help our program and be the right kind of students and student athletes and representatives that Arizona has always been proud of, but uh, I think what's, done a great job. I think what's exciting too, Dave is just how organic the fan support has been here for Adia, because you look at it and, you know, growing up here in Tucson, I was blessed to see the heyday of the Lute Olson era where, you know, it didn't matter. Everybody was going to be there at, uh, at McHale and Adia has done much the same. I mean, I remember even when Arizona basketball was good, you know, and when she was playing here, I could always go get a ticket and basically get down in one of the top three or four rows. It's so impressive the way that women's basketball, and especially what Adia Barnes has done here, that you're not going to be able – that's a hot ticket now. You're not going to be able to just walk up Mike Luke style five minutes before and just get to the you know the second row and sit behind the coach, uh, Dave. So this is something that – like it's, it's kind of uncharted waters here in Tucson as far as on the women's basketball side. Well, women's basketball has grown tremendously, you know, through the years. The game has grown, the style of play, um, the athleticism, 
um, has grown. And so the, so the, the interest in the game has certainly grown and we've, we've invested resources across the country to, to do that in certain areas. And, and why can't it be great here in, in Tucson? We have a tremendous fan base, nearly 6,000 season ticket holders now. So when you walk in the arena, you know, those good seats buying around the bowl are basically all sold. Uh, so it's an, it's an exciting time to see that and credit idea. I mean, and I think you can see the impact that coaches have. They are the great spokespersons for their programs. You can market, you can advertise, you can do a lot of different things. You need to have a great product on the floor. You need to have a head coach who really embraces their program and wants to be out front and be connected in this community. And people respond. And, and that has certainly happened with Adia. She, she, there is a great connection to her um, and the program and the young women in our program. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a, and I'm, it's only going to grow, you know, right. um, people are really catching the wave and it's exciting to see that happen. Um, and, and it is a sport that can produce revenue. I think there's a great growth opportunity here. It's still not a sport that rate that generates enough income to pay for itself, but we're creeping towards that. And that's right. kind of the goal. Then we can rate, you know, generate even more resources to invest into the program to continue to grow. Because quite frankly, Mike, in this day and age, you know, resources are incredibly important. And there is a relationship between the, the resources that you can invest in the program and the ultimate success um, measures that you can reach. Right. Okay. Lastly, Dave, before we let you go, because I know you're uh, you're a busy guy and I can't thank you enough for hopping on, but let's talk a little bit of U of A football. Uh, you and I were able to talk on the phone a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago, and I uh, thank you for that. Um, you, uh, I thought you made an interesting point, though, about when you were talking about Jed Fish, you said you've got to be all in here and you've got to recruiting's got to be the lifeblood of the program. And, you know, Jed's talked about that as well. And, you know, obviously it was a tough year on the field here. But the one thing that nobody can say about Jed Fish is that he isn't working his butt off. I mean, you look at it from the second the season's been over, he's been out scouring for high school recruits, trying to reaffirm commitments right there. So, I would just say to the people out there, and I'll let you ex I'll let you expand. This is a guy that is putting in the legwork. Now it's not going to happen overnight, but he's certainly putting in the legwork to bring in better players. He's not just sitting around. Yeah, I mean, again, Jed was uh, out after that. You know, a disappointment, obviously, uh, up north uh, against the team from up there uh, that we want to beat every year. But you know, Sunday morning, six a.m. on an airplane, out to recruit. And uh, Jed embraces that recruiting. He's relentless. Uh, our, our assistants are all out. It's a well-organized plan. I mean, I, I credit Jed. We're very organized in our approach, very intentional with our approach. And, um, you know, that that's it. Look, at, again, we've got to I've, I've been very open with this. Um, we stripped this thing down. We took the, the house and stripped everything down right. to the to the studs and we're going to rebuild it. And uh, part of that. And a big part of that is through recruiting and bringing in more players across. I love the guys that played for us this year. Uh, I love what they put into this because they're part of the foundation. Uh, they will be able to reflect back on that. They started this. They started the new winning ways of Arizona football. And that's going to come in again. I credit Jed for that. He's a, he is a relentless guy and the recruiting thing's So important. Uh, Mike, we've talked about it. You got to do it. It, and it's changed from five years ago. It's changed from 10 years ago and 20 years ago. It, it's different. And um, and it takes an incredible amount of energy and effort to recruit, to re-recruit. We've got two signing dates now. Well, it, it, it is, it's constant. It's constant in the recruiting side. 
Okay, so now um, before we let you go, last question then here. You got, you got a new de- you got a new defensive coordinator. So yeah. Don Brown, and I think that's one of the things that everybody was impressed by Jed Fish was the staff that he was able to get together. You had a lot of names and you had a lot of credibility there. Don Brown moves on to UMass, which is always a good thing. When somebody says, you know, like, well, we lost our DC, well, that means he did a good job. So um, talk a little bit about Johnny Nansen, who he is, obviously coming from UCLA and what you all kind of saw in him as the new defensive coordinator. Well, I think Johnny is going to fit right in. Uh, again, again, kudos to, to Don Brown, and I'm really happy for him and his family to go back, be head coach, a place he had been at before and had success in a part of the country. And, you know, He came in and changed the, the pace here. He changed the identity. We've talked about that, Mike, you know, being good on defense is important at Arizona. Mm-hmm. We've had success in the past. That's been a key part of it, and that's going to still be a part, big part of the rock that um, that Jed's building. And Johnny comes in, though, with a lot of experience. He was at Washington, was at USC, uh, most currently, most mm-hmm. recently at UCLA. Um, again, understands the defensive concepts. We'll do some things a little bit different, but uh, brings a lot of energy, a lot of juice, is an outstanding recruiter. It's well-documented. So another guy that can be out uh, and be recruiting and bringing talent here to to uh, Arizona um, under the structures that we have to be really successful. So, you know, it, it, he brings a really good West Coast, uh, familiar with the West Coast recruiting process. You know, look, we've got to be good in recruiting in our state. Hmm. Uh, that's a hard thing to do. And that's a whole nother show to talk about that. Right, but right, we right. want to be focused in the state. We want to be focused in California. That's a, really our lifeblood, you know, and in the Western United States are important. Yes, we will go to different areas, but you got to be good in those areas and really be focused in it. So I think he brings a lot of that, brings a great deal of energy, a really good person, nice person to be around. You, you feel that you feel the energy when you're around him. So that will serve us well. Um, and we'll still be an aggressive style of defense we will be go to the ball we will tackle we will be aggressive with our defense and and that was important to jed as he goes you know and and really these decisions are um jed and i talk about that a lot and talk about where he's headed ultimately you know coach fish makes that decision and uh and i i embrace the decision he made and i think this is going to be a really good one for us in the next chapter going forward it's hard this day and age uh you know coaches move around we talk about consistency. We talk about trying to have continuity on staff. That gets harder and harder in this new age of, of college football. But uh, I think our players will really identify with Johnny as well. Okay, Dave, you're you're a baseball guy. I can't let you go without giving a little bit, little bit of a talk about Chip Hale. What's uh, what's going on on the baseball front right now? Well, Chip's doing a great job. It's good to have one of our all-time greats back, and uh, he's just embraced the college environment. Uh, I talk about another guy. You know, I think the day after we hired him. He was in a car driving to Southern California to go recruit. Right. I mean, again, that's what it takes. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people. He came from pro ball. Um, he understands the recruiting, uh, you know, en- energy and emphasis that is important. Um, good to have him on campus. Our, our baseball program is in good hands. He's put together a nice staff, keeping Dave Lawn, who was previously on the staff. You know, bringing in some new pieces that will be great on the on the technical side, the instructional side, development side, but also from a recruiting aspect. So uh, I like I like where we are. We're gonna we're gonna have a good a good nucleus of players this year, um, and I think the future again is bright. We'll, we'll we'll bring that in with a lot of players. This is a again. This is at now. There's one of my other. This is, we want to be an Omaha program. We want right. to be built, structured. Our focus is in development and being an Omaha program. 
That's where we mm-hmm. should be every year is trying to get to Omaha and uh, being one of those final eight teams. So uh, love what, what Chip's doing. Um, we, we've got some things going on where we're going to continue to further enhance the facility for our players uh, in our clubhouse area, in our team area, coaches area, and then into the Francona hitting center area that is really exciting, you know, development and growing players no more so than in baseball is, is really important, but you're going to, you're going to see some good stuff. Um, and uh, love having Jed around the place. Right. Dave, Chip, I can't. Chip, not Jed, Chip. I was going to say, Jed, well, we're, we're, from Coach we like Coach. having both of them. Well, you know, and, and that is one of the things. Um, all of our, you know, we have six new head coaches. Right. We have some outstanding head coaches who are still here. The the vibe and the energy in McHale around, you know, the connection. Um, they all are talking to each other. They they attend each other's events. They love to, you know, pick each other's brains. Uh, and I think that's good for an environment. That's good for an athletic program. And like some of our, our longtime coaches say, they go, Hey, this feels like, that feels like the nineties and the, and the two thousands, you know, when there, there was just a lot of energy around, with our head coaches and being oh. connected to each other. So that's just good to have. I think the support from each other means so much to our head coaches. I'll never forget. It's funny. Um, I was at, and I can't remember where it was, but I'll never forget. I think my dad's got the picture. There is a picture of Dick Tomey, Lou Olson and Jerry Kindle. And keep in mind, this is a candid picture. This isn't one. Now, it was a little creepy that you see him on the side, but, you know, we're still going to take it anyway. And all these guys just talking to each other. You got three legends right here. They don't know the cameras are around. They don't know anybody. It was just a camaraderie about, you know, three guys that really wanted to be here. And I think that kind of dovetails into what you're talking about right there. It does. When you see Tommy walk into Adia's practices, he goes, hey, I just like to watch your coach. I like right. the stuff he runs. You know, and then and then you, you know, Chip is there. And although Mike Candrea has just recently, but Mike goes, hey, I love going to practice and watching Chip, how he does this. And, and you know, that kind of stuff and those hanging around each other um, is, is important. And I think that, again, I think it really um, shows the kind of uh, energy culture and that overused word. But that, the, that we have here at Arizona that has gone on in the past, as you as you articulated there with those mm-hmm. grades seeing them that kind right. of feel is here dave um i can't thank you enough for coming on on a personal note you've always been fantastic to me um i again i really appreciate your time and uh like i said you don't have a bigger fan in tucson than me dave well hey i appreciate that mike no i i, I love being here love this program i think the future is always bright we're going to continue to get better there's no uh, no mediocrity, no resting on our laurels around here. We got to drive hard and keep going. And sometimes it doesn't happen as fast as we all want, but we're going to get there. So you know, I'm just going to one day be able to grow a beard like you, as I say, you look like a grizzled veteran NHL, as an old hockey guy. You know, in the midst of the playoffs, it's been through two seven games. I mean, you're like, hey, we're going for the cup. We're going for the champion. And not only that, I've also got a double A baseball game I got to get to right after that, too. So. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm good to go. Th- thanks again, Dave, for your time. We'll catch up again. Appreciate you, bro. Look forward to it. Want to do it again. Thanks. Okay. Thanks Bear again. That's, that's Dave Hickey. Bear down right there. And honestly, that's that's part of the reason that I just love doing this job right here is that, you know, we, we get great guests here on the AZ Wildcats podcast. Dave is the man. Everybody in Arizona has been incredible incredibly uh great to me you know adam nate dave matt ensor everybody so again a big tip of the cap to all of you guys um i want to get a i want to talk a little bit about the chemistry the camaraderie that dave was talking about but first as you guys all know this is brought to you by DraftKings. here's the deal 
You put down $1 on an NFL game. Keep in mind, new customers only on this. And guess what? If either team scores, you get $100 in free plays. Again, $100 in free plays. That's It's that simple. It's that easy. Go ahead and get on there. You got everything going on right now from the NFL to college basketball, everything. So we want a reminder, 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for more details. Okay. I thought Dave hit on a very, very interesting point there about kind of the the health slash the camaraderie that's going on in the athletic department right now. And I think he's spot on on that. In that, you know, in in the past, you know, and again, you know, Sean Miller did some really good things here. I'm not saying he didn't, but it almost kind of felt like he was kind of his lone dog doing his own thing. And, you know, that's fine. But... The programs that kind of, you know, that I grew up following had very much of a community type feel to it in that, you know, I can go to an Arizona basketball practice whenever I want. I know things are different now, but you it it wasn't uncommon to see Dick Tomey just around town or Dick Tomey talking with some random guy at the coffee shop, you know, and like I talked about, too, with Jerry Kindle. Those are the kind of things that I think when you're in Tucson that you need to embrace. And I think it takes a special type of personality to be able to do that. And I think that's a big part of what Dave's trying to do here is bringing in guys, first of all, that want to be here. And second of all, embrace the community feel that is Tucson, because again, Tucson's a unique city in that regard in that it is a, this is a college town period. This is a town where everything revolves around the U of A. And I think you've got a bunch of coaches right there that have really embraced that. Now, one thing that I do want to talk about a little bit before signing off here, and again, brought to you by DraftKings. Great deals going on, as always. If you're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, you know about DraftKings. But as always, throw down $1 on any NFL game for a new customer, and you get $100 in free plays. It's that simple. Again, you might be saying, oh, what's the catch? There is no catch. That's what you do. And you know what? Maybe you make that $100 and you turn it into something else going forward there. Um, my DraftKings pick of the week, I like Arizona to cover this week against Washington State coming up here on uh, coming up here Sunday. We'll be back with you on that one. So there's my DraftKings pick of the week. All right. One thing, though, that I do want to hit on just briefly here. Dave, Dave's been beat up a lot by people. Not me, but he's been beat up by a lot of people. And I think you see kind of the character of the man right there in that he came on here right now. And, you know, a lot of people were scratching their head at the Tommy Lloyd hire and they're not scratching anymore. But a lot of people were scratching their head. Hey, what's going on right here? Who is this guy? Is this really what Arizona basketball is? And obviously it's worked out in resounding success. Tommy Lloyd is running a style that's getting up and down the court like no other. It looks like watching Lute Olsen's old teams. It's fun. He's going to be able to recruit. And this is going to be something that I think is going to be exciting to watch throughout the process here. But Dave also showed a little bit of his character right there and that, you know, he didn't spike the football. And he could have because, you know, there's a lot of the people that have put down Dave are now silent with Tommy Lloyd hire really working out. So again, I think that shows the character of the guy and I want to, uh, 
I want to thank him again for coming on. We are going to have a lot more. Uh, got a got a couple surprises for you next week as well that we're working on, and uh, we're hoping, uh, efforting to try to get Adia Barnes on here uh, when uh, when her schedule permits. But I got to thank all of you out there again. Um, you're what makes the AZ Wildcats podcast work. This will all be up uh, in downloaded form here shortly. And um, check out Go PHNX. They got everything covered from the Cardinals to the Sun Devils to the Diamondbacks to the Coyotes, uh, the Suns. This is a good time to be an state of Arizona sports fan, and there's no better time to hop on to Go PHNX. Subscribe to AZ Wildcats podcast. But again, appreciate Dave Hickey and everybody in the athletic department. I'm Mike Luke signing off. Be back with you tomorrow.